Hi gorgeous, welcome to episode number 166 with the amazing powerhouse connector Lisa Patrick who is back on the show today. Hi, this is Lisa Patrick and you're listening to Heart Cells podcast with Christine Shalonsky. Enjoy. Well, I can't wait and dive into this conversation with Lisa because we will be learning what a BFD is and why she needed it and how you can have one too. Also, we're going to talk about networking like crazy, how this is going to help you in your business, what it did for Lisa and yeah, how you can get ideas of being a better networker, no matter if you are an introvert or an extrovert, that you really can have fun while networking and having your business thrive. Lisa Patrick is a highly sought after business development specialist and a successful serial entrepreneur. She is known as a powerhouse connector and she has an impressive client portfolio of leading influencers, personal expert brands and companies such as Grand Cadone, Tom Hopkins and Sharon Lechter. So make sure you take some notes and just have fun with us in the next episode. Well, I am so excited to have you back, Lisa. And thank you so much for joining again. Well, again, thank you for the opportunity, Christine. Yeah, I'm so excited. So you have a, a book coming out. We're going to talk about that as well. Um, that sounds amazing. And uh, yeah, probably need to pre-order soon. <laughs> and uh, then um, also you kind of finished our last interview with something that was so interesting. So where can people find you? <laughs> so they can find me at lisapatrick.ca or using my, my social media handle, at Lisa Patrick BFD. Hmm. So now everybody's wondering since the last episode what BFD might stand for. Yes. So I have a little story to tell you. So several years ago, I was sitting in a restaurant with two lovely ladies and we were talking about education. And one of the ladies had her, you know, her doctorate in chemical engineering and the other one was a CPA with a master's and working on her PhD and so forth. And so then they asked me, you know, what abbreviations do you have behind your name? And so I sat for a moment and I thought about it. <laughs> well, BFD, big deal. And we all burst out laughing because I, said, I don't have any abbreviations, although I'm educated. Um, I think that's nobody else knows about me, but I am a BFD in my world. And so that's when the BFD started. So I think that everybody is a, should have BFD as their initials. Yeah, I, I love it. And because I've seen, you know, over and over again, I mean, I highly value education and definitely education has helped me to be where I am today. So no um, excuse about not having an education, but once you can combine what you have learned, like in real life, the street smart <laughs> yeah. education, you don't need another certificate. If you provide no. value to the marketplace, you're good. I think, I think education serves a purpose. Now, I know that if I had a brain surgeon on my head, um, I would want him to have a very good education. Yes. However, I don't know that 
we need uh, the level of education. You know, we've been taught that, you know, as soon as we graduate from school, we have to go to university or we have to go to college. And, you know, that's old school thinking as far as, I, as I'm concerned. Do I believe that we still need an education? Absolutely. I think the way that we consume knowledge is changing mm. and it's rapidly changing and the fact you know I have twin daughters and they're 14 right now and we're talking about their education and what are they going to do when they graduate and so forth and you know I think today we're so very very lucky because we have access to all kinds of knowledge and I think the Best knowledge is the world experience knowledge, learning from those experts who've walked and made mistakes and had failures and had success stories. And if we can learn from them, how much faster our career in a fulfilled life we'd have. Yeah. And that's really the, the purpose behind edge learning is, you know, what are those internal and external skills that a company, when you do have to take a core competency from a post-collegiate, you know, what are those other skills that we can acquire? And we should be always learning, always, should yeah. never stop. I, I believe life is about learning. It's, there is no, you're always, if you don't learn, you don't grow. And Absolutely. if you don't grow, then basically like, anything in nature that doesn't grow like dies. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Well, and, I, and I'm writing a book right now. And, and um, the gentleman that I'm writing the, the book with is Jim Cathcart. And Jim Cathcart wrote uh, the, the book called the acorn principle. And the acorn principle really is about what's the fastest and easiest way uh, to grow. And it really comes from your natural abilities. And when you, um, invest in yourself with your natural abilities you need to nurture that those the, those abilities and as you nurture them you know you grow an acorn and you know a tree an oak tree started with from an acorn and it grew into this massive tree and so you know Jim and I are, are writing about you know how to found, find opportunity and network like crazy is what the book is called and, mm. and that's really where you know, the more you network, the more opportunity you get, the more you nurture yourself, the better and more fulfilled of a life you're going to have. Yeah, totally. And it doesn't matter if you're an introvert or an extrovert. It's all about the people in your life. You never, and I think, um, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger said that he said, there's no such thing like the self-made millionaire. No, you no. always have people supporting you, connecting you, helping you grow and only from there you can reach that goal. Yeah. Well, and you imagine when you know you first first graduate from college or you you know out of high school and you don't have a network, and so you know you are limited in your opportunities because you don't have you know relationships to build from and grow from and and nurture those natural abilities. And the more you network, and you know that's why we say network like crazy. You're going to have opportunities from those relationships. I mean, that's where all my opportunities have arisen from is recognizing a gap in a market and having the relationships to fill those gaps and help support clients, you know, as they grow as well. Yeah. I think that's where, where the, the value of the relationship comes from as well. When you really, again, take that look from yourself, like where are you? And you ask the question, how can I support the other person? How do they need or want to be treated and you put that focus on them, that's where the magic happens. 
I 100% agree. It's funny. I always ask one of the questions, another question that I always ask when I'm networking or meeting somebody new is, you know, is following your passion great advice or bad advice? And it's a great starter question to ask because you find out what their passion is. And if you yeah. can fuel somebody's passion, you're going to have a long-term client. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, what a great question. I need to write that down. <laughs> so. well, it's in my twi- it's in my twenty five questions. But yes. yeah, we gotta we gotta we gotta yeah. put a link in, and as well to to your book, so um, people can pick that up, because networking like crazy that that will give you all the opportunity in life because you don't do it by yourself, and you're hopefully not stranded on an island all by yourself, <laughs> not bringing your boat. With no right? boat. <laughs> if you want to know more, go back to episode one with Lisa. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> because exactly. I learned something in episode one. <laughs> I would bring a boat next time. But, you know, I, I love nice weather, beach. Um, so I maybe I would like to stay at the island for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, I, it's funny because um, when when Jim and I were researching what we were going to write about, um, you know, I went to Google like everybody else does. You go to Google, yeah. And uh, so I researched the keywords how to find opportunity, and then I researched the words network like crazy. And how to find opportunity was re it was searched. Those words were searched 1.9 billion times every 50 seconds on the internet. Whoa. That's crazy. Now, you know, that, that changes, you know, from, from every 50 seconds, the, the, the uh, amount, but not by much. And network like crazy was, was something like 600 million times every 50 seconds. So clearly those are two problems that people are having to solve. And clearly the book is gonna gonna be a bestseller. God, I hope so. <laughs> it's been it a lot of work. Two problems, right? Two yeah. challenges people have. Yep. It's been a lot of work and, um, you know, Jim is an amazing human being. You know, you have to, you know, if you're listening, um, please go look at his TEDx, uh, How to Believe in Yourself. And, you know, it's one of the top TEDx uh, episodes or, or videos, however they say it. Um, yeah. You know, he's an amazing man. He's over in China right now speaking to hundreds of thousands of people about how to believe in themselves and, and I so, think that's so essential, especially, you know, when you are an entrepreneur, you have to believe in yourself. Yes. You have to learn how to believe in yourself because if you don't do it, your clients are not going to do it. Well, well and don't it is, I don't know about you, Christine, but you know, it's a challenge every day. Some days I wake up and I don't believe in myself and, yeah. and I'm, you know, my fears set in and, you know, you get scared and it doesn't matter how successful you are. Richard Branson gets scared. He talks about his fears, right? But you have to learn a way to one, I like to, I like to say I compartmentalize things um, or use your fear as your fuel to push forward. You've got to keep moving forward no matter what. And I mean, you have roadblocks along the way. We all face them. They all have challenges but you have to find a way to keep moving forward. Yeah, totally. There's this thing like when you move through hell, keep moving. <laughs> exactly. Run. <laughs> it goes stop. <laughs> right? So it's one, it's I think it's one step at a time. And it comes probably back to what you would say, ask better questions. 
right? Yeah. If you yeah. don't, if you wake up that day and you, you don't feel like you are the strong superwoman, which obviously happens, like ask yourself a better question. Like what could I do today to get into state or who could I support that they give me this amazing feedback that's going to pick me up from my pity party? Absolutely. And you know, and if you don't know something about yourself, go to your network and ask them, you know, as I was trying to figure out, I'm coming out with my new brand and everything. And, and I was really trying to hone my message and get a better understanding of how people perceive you, because it's one thing for you to perceive yourself, but it's a completely yeah. other one people, you know, and you have to go to the people that are really genuinely going to be honest with you and tell you the truth. Like you, and, and that's the only way that you grow and get better. And, and, uh, Anyways, I just you have to really find the courage to keep moving forward. Yeah, I think that's that's super important for everything you do because everything passes at some point, right? Yes, you yes. you gotta grow because when if you don't grow, you don't have those challenges. Well, if you prefer that, that's fine too. But um, you know, I I think life is about growth, about experiencing, and obviously failure yeah. is part of it. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, do I like it? Well, probably not in the moment, but when I look back a couple months later, I probably see what I've learned from it and how it helped me to become that better version of myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I always tell my daughters, um, and like I was saying in, in our first episode, so if you're just tuning in, I have twin daughters, and I always tell them, if you're not failing, you're not learning. And I expect you to fail. If you don't fail, there's a problem. Yeah. And, you know, you're not trying, you're not pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. You're not experiencing life if you're not failing. It doesn't matter if you fail. You can fail a thousand times. It matters what you do next. That's what matters. It's not the failure. It's how do you move forward? How do you make that next step? How do you keep moving? How do you pivot? How do you, you know, how do you make the changes necessary? And, um, you know, how do you work on those strategies? to, to get, to move forward. And it's really important, you know, failure is failure. Um, and we all experience it. So if you're failing at something right now and you're listening, that's okay. Yeah. Just figure out how to move forward. That's more important. Yeah, totally. So what do, do you remember like one of your biggest failures that has then turned into an opportunity or something that really supported you along the way? Yeah, where do we, where? Let me begin. Let me roll out the toilet paper. <laughs> and how many different failures I've had? I think the biggest thing was finding. You know, I had I failed in one of my businesses, and learning what could I take from that failure and add value to the clients that I currently had, and. When I figured that out, because if you're really good with your clients and you have good relationships with your clients and you're always adding value, you're authentic. And please, if you're listening, be accountable. You know, if you make a mistake in your business, yeah. it's okay. Uh, the, the biggest mistake you can make is not admitting that you made the mistake. So yeah. admit that you made the mistake and how are you going to fix it? And how are you going to add value with your client based on that mistake? 
that's that's really the golden ticket. I think, you know, early in life, you know, we're taught to be perfect in the white picket fence and don't make any mistakes and, you know, don't fail at things, always be successful. And, you know, one of the things, you know, I have great parents who, you know, were entrepreneurs and I come from a farm and I'm only, I'm an only child. And one of the things that they taught me was be accountable. And when you tell people that you've made mistakes and you admit and you're accountable to them, people will understand and they will work with you. Um, but yeah. please, you know, you have to be accountable to those mistakes. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a huge step. And that's probably something that doesn't come easy. Well, and it isn't easy, right? You know, uh, I was told, you know, my dad said to me, once, if, you're, if the toughest conversations are the ones that you probably should have. Yep that stuff that doesn't feel good. No, it doesn't, but you're going to feel a lot better afterwards. Yeah, totally agree. So do you remember what the very first thing was that you ever sold in your life? I do. I sold truck accessories, RV parts at a, from a wholesaler. That was the very first. And I talk about a crash course in sales Talk about a crash course and not being icky, slizy, slimy in a man-dominated world. Wow. Um, and I, I was good at it. Um, I sold a lot, of, a lot of accessories, let me tell you. But I approached it differently. Um, and I think men and women sell differently. Yeah. Um, I think we're just as good, um, but I think we just sell differently. And, you know, that was the very first thing that I ever sold. Wow. How did it feel when you made that first deal or transaction or exchange great because it meant I got money because back in you know I'm not going to say how many years ago but several years ago <laughs> uh, you know I was paid by my sales that's the only yeah. way I was paid um, so I had to make sales to live yeah yeah I think it's a, such an amazing feeling when you had that first success And when you really learn that whatever you offered added value to someone, when you understand how the whole sales thing works. So yeah. when you went in business for yourself and when you, you know, had to kind of have your own products, was that different from the sales perspective? Oh, so different. So I had a private investigation company. And um, I had to cold call. Like, as you know, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have a cell phone. Well, we had a cell phone, but it was a flip phone. So it wasn't, you know, you didn't have internet <laughs> yes, access. And, you know, yeah, you had a phone book and you looked up people by the phone book. You know, we had internet, but it was snail, you know, that because uh, it was the telephone line, right? And so I had to do cold call sales. And that's where I really learned the art of cold calling. Uh, I did knock on a lot of doors and get a lot of no's before I got a yes. And I, again, made a game of it. You know, how many no's can I get today? Because mm. if I got 50 no's, it means I was 51 steps closer to a yes. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, there's an amazing book by Andrea Waltz and her husband, Richard Fenton, Go for No, Yes is yeah. the Destination. Or yes is how you get there. So yeah, it's it's good when you make that game and you really challenge yourself because then you lose the fear around this scary thing that you can't really grasp. And it's, you know, it's rejection, but it's not 
they don't reject you as a person. No, it's, just, it's, no. it's not a well, fit for whatever you offer at that moment. Exactly, exactly. And I, that's just such a valuable golden nugget right there um, that you said it is exactly, you might not have asked the right questions. You might have the right product or the service, but you didn't ask the right questions to figure out whether or not you could accommodate what you have to fit what they need. Mm. Um, so, yeah. You know, it's very, very important back to the, you know, and I always say, you know, one of the greatest things that Tom taught me uh, was that it might not be no right now. Yeah. Or a yes, actually. It might not be a yes. <laughs> there we yeah. go. Well, so, no means not now for me. That's yeah. how I define yeah. it. Yeah. And I think that's what we talked about in the first episode comes in so handy with a follow-up. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a simple thank you note goes a long way. I just ordered a, a whole other stack of thank you notes. Um, you know, in today's day, in you know, we get everything via email and electronic and messages and messenger and, you know, goes on and on and on. And not very often, I mean, even Christmas cards, you know, mm. it used to be you'd get all these Christmas cards in the mail and now nobody, yeah. I mean, I think I might've got two Christmas cards last year, you know, so the art of the thank you note in the mail is coming back because how wonderful it is to go to the mailbox, you know, the old fashioned way and open it up and get an, an actual thank you note handwritten not electronic yeah not a bill <laughs> not a bill and those even come electronically now so. <laughs> well for me i think it's 50 50 50 in yeah. the actual mail and 50 yeah. Email. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly but yeah it's it's nice to get something else in the mail besides um bills or exactly yeah awesome well thank and a you. great way to leverage too because then you know you get the thank you note and I, you know, received a thank you note here just a couple of weeks ago from a, a good friend and colleague. And anyways, I had, had um, sent her some business her way and, you know, it was a great way to say, look, I got a thank you note, hashtag thank you note from at so-and-so. And it's a great way to share on social as well. Oh yeah. Wonderful. That's a great point. So what, what would be like some parting advice um, or piece of guidance you want to leave the listeners with? Hmm. I think that you have to invest in yourself continually. And the only way that you're going to have a more fulfilled life is if you commit to investing in yourself because nobody else is going to do it for you, whether that's reading 10 minutes a day, listening to a podcast, you know, uh, writing your own novel, whatever it happens to be, it's still investing in yourself and you have to continually do it consistently every day. Yeah. So that means you have to take action. Absolutely. You know what? You can have the best idea in the world, but if you don't execute on it, nobody's going to know about it. Yeah, totally. Well, thank you so, so much, Lisa. I loved our conversations and um, yeah. Can't wait for your amazing book to come out. I want to send the people to your page, lisapatrick.ca and all the links, what we talked about, your book, um, your wonderful questions. Everything is going to be in the show notes. And um, yeah, thank you so, so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. Well, thank you for the opportunity. And uh, I'll leave your, part, your, your, view, or your viewers and your listeners with the parting word of, invest in yourself. Thank you. 
I hope you had as much fun as I did in this episode with Lisa Patrick and you know what a BFD is, why you need it and how you can get your communication onto the next level. I'm very excited about her upcoming book, Network Like Crazy. And I think Lisa taught us why networking is so important in this episode as well in episode 165. If you want to go deeper, hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab, find these episodes 165, 166, all the links that are leading to Lisa are just one click away so you can connect. And as soon as the book is out, Network Like Crazy, there will be a link as well so you can get your personal copy. And I'm looking very much forward to getting this book into my hand. If you are interested in even learning more from Lisa for free, I'm happy to invite you to the Heart-Centered Lead Generation Summit at heartcenteredleadgenerationsummit.com where you can sign up for a free pass. And Lisa is one of the amazing teachers who is teaching on heart-centered lead generation, how to find your next client with ease and also all the different tactics and strategies you can apply from paid to organic to mixed leads generation strategies as well as partnerships. So hop on over to christineschlonsky.com. You will find it there or just sign up at the heartcenteredleadgenerationsummit.com. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to have you on the next episode. That will be Variety Friday. And the amazing guest for next week is waiting for you to share more knowledge. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now. Bye.